What's up, everybody, and thank you for listening to Mastering the Mindset. My name is Darius Dotch, and I'm an actor, hip-hop artist, and fitness and life coach. And I'm here to personally help you train and improve your mindset so that you can, one, become the best version of yourself mentally, and two, gain focus and motivation to be able to take action and achieve the success in life that you want and deserve. Before we get started, please like and subscribe to my channel, and at the end of this episode, if you liked it, please share it with a friend or a loved one or someone who will benefit from hearing this message. I'm so glad you're here and I'm ready to go on this journey with you. And that journey begins now. What's up, what's up? Welcome back to another episode. I'm glad you tuned in today. We're going to talk about your growth as you seek to become the person you want to be and all the things you have to go through in life, all the good, all the bad, the hardships, the triumphs and how they make you who you are and how they foster growth with all the things you go through. And to give you a comparison of what I'm talking about, I'm going to use a lobster for my example. And if you know about lobsters, besides the fact that they're delicious and expensive, you know that the heart of that the shell of a lobster is hard. And the shell of the lobster is called the exoskeleton. And the actual animal, the lobster itself, is actually soft. The outer protective shell is the hard thing. And the shell of a lobster actually never grows. It never gets bigger. But how does the lobster grow if the shell doesn't grow? Well, the lobster inside of the shell is the thing that actually grows. And what happens is the lobster goes through this growth and it squeezes up against the outer shell, right? It's feeling the pressure. It's going through the discomfort of being too big for its exoskeleton and it knows it's time to shed the outer shell. And eventually it breaks through and it sheds it. And of course, when it does, it's vulnerable because Again, the lobster itself is soft, so it has to go hide under rocks or between rocks or in holes or whatever. And when it's hiding, its new exoskeleton, that's a tongue twister for me, its new exoskeleton, its new shell is getting hard. It's hardening and it's getting ready to be able to safely come out of hiding. And this new shell that the lobster has is bigger and actually harder than the last shell it had. And the more lobster grows, the bigger and harder the shell gets. So if you see a big ass lobster, that shell is really hard, way harder than a younger lobster. Every time it grows a larger exoskeleton, it's harder than the last one. And that makes it even harder on the lobster because every time it grows, it makes it that much harder for it to break through its shell. And this happens over and over and over again until it dies. And each time this growth requires stress and discomfort, stress and discomfort. That's how it grows. And this is exactly how it works for us. In order for us to grow, we have to go through stress and discomfort. Now, do we want to go through stress and discomfort? Nope. Nobody wants that. Absolutely not. But in life, we have to. We have to actually seek that discomfort. That discomfort is what's going to break our shell, our comfort zone, and provide us the growth we really want. When you push yourself and when you get pushed to your limits, to a place that's uncomfortable, stressful, it forces you to grow. It forces you to grow, especially mentally. Your brain is never the same. You just went through something that was hard and you came out stronger on the other side. And we have to understand that when we sit in our shell and our comfort zone forever until the day we die, we'll never grow. We never will. 
You'll never get bigger. You have to seek discomfort. You have to do the things that will make you uncomfortable in order to have growth. When you realize you're starting to get uncomfortable, that don't mean it's time to run away from it. It's actually time to run towards that. And as you grow, each time you push yourself, it's going to be harder and harder. Each time something is a challenge for you, that challenge is going to be harder and harder. But at the same time, the flip side of it is each time you grow through it, you get even bigger and stronger on the other side of it. Think about the hardest thing you've ever done, the hardest thing you've ever gone through. Bring that up in your mind right now. The hardest thing you've ever done, whether it was the death of a loved one or being the brokest you've ever been in your life. Maybe you were homeless. Maybe it was having to speak in front of a bunch of people. Maybe it was a job you lost or a job that you hated and you were stuck in. Maybe it was a bad marriage, whatever it is. Think about how hard that time was. Now, think about how much you grew from it. For me, it was a few things, uh, but kind of a combination of them all. I had a stupid thing on my criminal record. Long story short, I put some trash bags in a dumpster of an apartment that I didn't live at. I was charged with a felony for illegal dumping. I had a public defender that offered me a plea deal and the plea that I that I uh, accepted. It was theft by swindle. And me being in college, I had no idea what that meant. I just knew it was a misdemeanor and not a felony. So, of course, I'm I took it. I accepted it. And right out of college, my business administration minor was useless. Right. And I couldn't find an office job. I got turned down by Wells Fargo because of it, which would have been a full time job, a salary job, which meant I wouldn't have time for theater. Then I had a job as a security officer at General Mills. And the only shift they had available was second or third shift, one one of those two, which meant I couldn't do theater because I didn't have nights free, but ended up getting a DWI and I lost that job because I was in jail over the weekend and couldn't make my shifts. And that's when it really got hard for me. I was working temp jobs, the labor kind, because that's all I could find. So I would have to show up early as hell in the morning just to see If they had work available and if they didn't or they did, they sent you out on a job with no guarantee of a full day's work. It was minimum wage. So less than nine dollars an hour or whatever it was. So I was broke, not doing theater, which is what my degree is in, which is what I love to do, working jobs that I hated. And I had something on my record that would keep me from getting an office job. But do you know what industry doesn't do background checks? theater and thank god i was out there auditioning my ass off meeting people and trying to get my name out there i mean i was showing up for auditions i had no business at plays that didn't even have any black characters and i didn't care how they looked at me when i came in that door now of course things are way different now right we're way more progressive in the theater community now but still back then it's what i had to do it forced growth it forced me to get out of my comfort zone which was my quote unquote fallback plan with my business minor. Because in my mind, if I didn't work in theater, if I didn't get a gig, I can get an office job. Well, that got taken away from me and I didn't have that as a crutch and it forced me to grow. And I've had a great theater career. I'm loving what I do and where I'm at. But it took me having to go through some hard times. It was a requirement. I know that if I would have got that job making good money for Wells Fargo, theater would have been on the back burner for me. I just know it would. And I know 
you have your own story about the things you've been through and how it made you stronger, a better version of you. And look, people can talk about you. They can lie on you. They can talk behind your back, but nothing they do is going to be worse than what you already been through. Nothing is going to be worse than what you already have been through. And it's no coincidence that it made you grow. And this is why you need to seek it. You need to strategically put yourself in the conditions that will foster that growth. What's up, what's up, what's up? I want to take a quick moment to say thank you so much for listening to this episode and to also let you know that this podcast is 100% donation driven, which means it's completely funded by you, the listener. So if you like the content I have to offer, I would love it if you can make a donation and you get to pick the amount. I left links in the description of the video as well as my homepage. You can choose which way benefits you the best to donate. And if you need more options, please feel free to email me at dariusdotch at gmail.com. That's D-A-R-I-U-S-D-O-T-C-H at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for being here and let's get back to it. And it's funny, this actually makes me think about this docu-series, a mini docu-series called The Last Dance. And for y'all who don't know, it was about Michael Jordan. And there were a few moments that really resonated with me. And of course, Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time or one of the greatest of all time. If you think LeBron James is the greatest, I personally don't have a horse in that race. So either way, I think either one of them is the greatest. So don't waste your time trying to debate with me because all I'm going to say is yes. Yep. He's the greatest, whoever you say. Anyway, so Jordan was talking about practice and how he pushes his teammates. And he says, you know, yeah, I push them hard. And some of the things I do and say to them, you might think is extreme, but I don't ask them to do anything I don't do. I don't ask them to do anything I wouldn't do myself. But through pushing them, he made his teammates better. Nobody was pushing his teammates harder than he was. And of course, he was pushing his own self even harder than anybody else. It's why he is the greatest or one of the greatest of all times. And the way you get better is by pushing yourself, by putting yourself outside of your comfort zone as much as you can, seeking that discomfort. You can't sit back and allow the world to happen to you and just go with the flow. You can if you want to, but you ain't going to have the life you truly want unless you're born wealthy and you don't have to work for anything. And I'm sure if that was the case, you damn sure wouldn't be listening to me right now. So next time something happens to you, whether it's something that you can go and seek out or whether it's something that happens to you, some life event, something you can't get around like a death or you lose your job or somebody gets sick, whatever. Next time that hard thing happens, that hard thing happens to you. Don't think that way. Think that it's happening for you. That is pushing you because you have been too stagnant. And that's something that I've been actually really paying attention to with the life coaches I follow and also just people in general. When something real catastrophic, ca catastrophic, cra <laughs> catastrophic happens in somebody's life, a lot of times they were being stagnant, stagnant in life. They weren't trying to grow or get better or push themselves. And then, boom, life throws something at them to shift them. Their mindset, the way they do things, they have to adapt and make changes. And those changes help them grow. It makes them move because they weren't moving like ducks on a the pond. They sit all calm and peaceful until you throw a rock in the water or you run at them and they all scatter and take flight or like pigeons. Same thing. 
They be chilling until you do something to make a move. Right. And I'm probably telling to myself and the kind of kid I was. But tell me I'm lying. Tell me I'm lying when I say that that's how the universe works. Life works the same way. If you look back on how major events in the past happened to you that caused you to make a change and now you're better because of it. If you think back and look at how you operated, you were being stagnant. You wasn't focused on growth or trying to get better. You were just living life doing you, not a care in the world. One of the things that happened to me that I'm so thankful for is I got a DWI. And I'm so grateful for that for a couple of reasons. Like I said earlier, I lost my job because of it. My job as a security officer, which was taking me away from theater. And two, it made me have to make a change because I was way too comfortable with drinking and driving. Way too comfortable. I remember waking up in my bed the morning after a night out at the club and not remembering how I even got home. Or remember struggling to stay awake behind the wheel some nights. And I kept doing it. Until finally I got arrested for it. I got pulled over, went to jail for the weekend, lost my job, had to go through some hard times. But thank God I did because I could have killed myself or somebody else. And it changed me for the better. And I know you got a story like mine from when you was that group of pigeons or ducks being content, being stagnant until life threw a rock at you and you had to take flight. And what I'm saying is, instead of only taking flight when life makes you have to do it, I'm saying seek the discomfort you need in order to do it yourself. Because when you see the kind of discomfort I'm talking about, it ain't life altering and it won't hurt as much. Pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, the comfort zone of not putting in extra work on your side hustle or the comfort of knowing that you don't do well with public speaking, and you stray away from it and you never get better instead of putting yourself in those positions that you have to do it, even if it's something small and minor or that comfort zone of not sacrificing a few hours of sleep for a few months as you go back to night school and finish that degree. The comfort of saying I'll do it tomorrow or next week when you said the same thing yesterday and last week, the comfort of procrastination. The comfort of knowing you want to grow your social media, but you don't want to step outside your comfort zone and get in front of your camera. The comfort of not actively working on yourself because the main mistake people make when they go after a goal or they think about that life they want to live, that dream they want to have. They make the mistake of staying exactly the same when in reality you are not that person who can achieve all those things yet, because if you were, you would have already did it. Let's be real. You are not that person who accomplishes those dreams you have in your mind yet. That version of you requires more of you and your comfort zone is robbing you of achieving that. Most of us know what we need to do to move the needle forward in life. We at least have an idea. If we're honest about it, we know what we need to do. We know we need to do more of or less of. We know the amount of effort we need to pull that off. But in the back of our minds, the part of our brains that we don't actually articulate and say out loud is that. It's going to take work. It's going to require us to be uncomfortable. So we sit on that pond and we sit and we sit like ducks. Can you push yourself? Can you seek that discomfort that's going to help you get outside that comfort zone so you can become the best person you need to be? Because to get to where you want to go, you're going to have to start being a version of yourself that still needs to be realized, that needs to be finessed. 
that needs to be groomed and built up. And being comfortable and being stagnant will keep that version of yourself buried. So that's what I got for you today. If you like this episode, please share it with somebody, somebody that can benefit from this, somebody who is a friend or a family member, somebody who has goals and is trying to improve their lives. So thank you again and let's get it in.